Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I welcome in to another edition of The Lake Show here on the Good Neighbor News Talk 830 WCCO. Happy to have you for the next three hours. Some fun back and forth with producer Christopher Tubbs. Three guests on the show tonight, which we'll get to here in a little bit. And it happens to be another Wolves Wednesday. And we're running out of Wolves Wednesdays, okay? It's a Wolves Wednesday. You have an opportunity to win a four-pack of tickets to see the Wolves at Target Center to face the Boston Celtics. That's who they'll be hosting. The Boston Celtics. That's who they'll be facing. When you are the third caller, when you hear the howl, the third caller at 651-461-9226, you'll get that chance to to get those tickets. Check out Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and the Boston Celtics one week from tonight, Wednesday, uh, March the 15th. Yeah, that'd be the 15th. It's not tonight, clearly, March the 8th. All right, um, look. We'll get to the tickets here in a little bit. We'll get to a lot of different things. But I I absolutely wanted to start with just this is my favorite time of the year. And it's not even close. There's so many sporting events that I love. I love the start of Major League Baseball season. And it it really summer's upon us or rapidly approaching. I love fall football, right? Everybody loves football. But there's nothing like March Madness. There's nothing like... And look, I love my NBA. You guys know that. I love my Timberwolves tonight. I love my Timberwolves. I love watching all the teams in the NBA. There's nothing like college basketball at tournament time. Nothing like it. If, 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 you, if, if, if a person said, what is the one sports event that you have to have if we're taking away things and we're eliminating stuff across the board what's the one you just know you cannot live without it's the bracket is and there's no question about that and i'm not saying that just because i'm a kansas jayhawk fan and they always go to the tournament humble brag but because it's a mixture of things that you expect Things that you don't anticipate, great storylines, dominant play, dominant teams, Cinderella's. It's a little bit of something for everybody. 
I don't think that you could ultimately categorize or describe yourself as a legitimate sports fan and be a hater of the NCAA tournament. And I know that we're not into tournament week yet because this is conference championship week. But we're here, man. It's March the 8th. We're here. I'm ready for it. Now, clearly, we got teams that um, that aren't able to be a part of the madness. I know that the Gophers play tonight, but we know that they're, they're not going to be in the field because they're not going to win the Big Ten tournament, unless Chris Fertels believes that they're going to win the Big Ten tournament this week. Are you betting on that? Uh, you know what? Whatever team I put money on is the team that is not going to win the tournament. So if I could put uh, money on the other 12 teams in the Big Ten, then, yeah, let's let's give it a shot. Okay. All right, so there, there are teams that we know just aren't going to be there. Syracuse lost. They're not headed to the tournament. They will no longer have Jim Beheim as their head coach. We'll talk about that later. But this this tournament for both the men and women, it's for everybody. You got you got the 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 colleges and universities that are smaller in scale that you root for, and you say, you know, pull off that massive upset, pull off that Hampton versus Iowa State many years ago, pull off that what was the best upset that we had last year? I can't even remember the biggest upset we had last year. But there's always upsets. And that's the beauty of this. And you look at what occurred last weekend at Target Center with the Women's Big Ten Tournament. Oh, my goodness. How much fun was that to watch? Caitlin Clark. How much fun was it to watch South Carolina still undefeated in the country? Like, how deep is Don Staley's team? I don't see them losing. I'm not saying they're unbeatable, but I just don't see them losing. So there's so many fun things about March Madness and about college basketball in general. Um, I just can't wait, man. I live for this. This is this is my time. This is what I love to do. If there's any sports event in the world that I love covering, it's March Madness. It's the NCAA tournament. Chris? Where are you at with March Madness and the NCAA tournament? I will I will agree and disagree at the same time. I, I love March Madness. I, I love the bracket. You know, everybody loves the big dance. But to me, this is the week that I enjoy the most for college basketball because, I mean, I'm a North Dakota State grad, and I remember when it was the NCC when they were Division Two, And then you go Division One, and you're a member of the Summit. And it's all of these mid-major championships this week. I love watching these games that will pit teams that these are leagues that only get one bid. You have to win the conference tournament. You're not going to get an at-large bid like a, you know, Big Ten or a Pac-12 or a, you know, Big 12 or something like that. Like, this, this is it. Like, this is everything. And this week uh, of just, you know, multiple championship games on every night. I, I dig it. I dig this week a whole lot. This this is when I like to settle in. I am the guy that I can lay in bed and watch it all day long. Like, seriously. And, and this is the thing. This is when you know you've got a problem, okay? This is when you know that you are addicted to it. This is when you know you just got to have it, right? Inject it into you're your veins. Whole, like, inject it. You're, yeah, you're, you're, doing the, you're doing the whole Ezekiel Elliott, let me eat, let me eat, let me eat, let me eat, let me eat college basketball. 
Just how you know. The matchups, quite honestly, are trash, and you're watching every second of it. Oh yeah. The matchups, the matchups are not good. It doesn't matter. You're looked at, you're looking at it because you know that somebody is going home. See, that's the thing. It doesn't matter if the matchups are bad. The matchups can be terrible, but you're going to watch because you know that whoever loses that game, their, their season is over. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So yeah today, they're not, yeah. So they're today, not getting in. T- today is, is I'm looking and I'm saying to myself, I don't care about Wake Forest versus Syracuse. I don't. But sure enough, I found myself watching a little bit of it. Pittsburgh versus Georgia Tech. I mean, seriously, Pittsburgh versus Georgia Tech. I watched a little bit of it. I, I think of anything, the game that's going on right now with North Carolina, North Carolina, they, they can't lose. If North Carolina loses, I think in the history of the NCAA tournament, there hasn't been a number one team that started the year number one in the rankings that missed the NCAA tournament. Hmm. Yeah, I, I can't remember a time that a team was a, a preseason number one and and completely missed. I I cannot remember off the top of my head if and when that's ever happened. So, I, I just man, I'm telling you right now, I can watch basketball, this basketball, all day, all night. So be ready. Because in a little bit over an hour, when we get into a scoreboard, it'll probably be a, pre- a pretty expansive scoreboard for Christopher Tucker. So we're going to need more hey, than uh, the 10 minutes. We're going to probably have to flip a couple things around then, aren't we? I'm going to have to get some water. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to hydrate. You, ne- you need to hydrate? Well, I'm going to need to hydrate if we get a long scoreboard. I mean, you know, I, oh, okay. I, you gotta, I mean, I can't just jump into this without stretching and, you, you know, like lubricating my vocal cords. Like, I got I to gotta work into it. Oh, man. All right. Calm down now there, buddy. All right. Coming up next, because we'll get back to some college basketball a little bit later. Let's talk some Minnesota Vikings football. Should the Minnesota Vikings just coming out of the NFL combine, like all the other teams, should they be thinking about drafting a quarterback in the first round at all? We'll get to that next year on the lake. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. 
sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. News Talk 830 WCCO. Last week, the NFL Combine took place. And we know that when we talk NFL Combine, because we did talk to Matthew Collar last week from the Combine, that everybody is in that that mode of thinking about what's the shiny new toys that we can add to our collection? Who are the studs that we can get in this NFL draft this year that can be future stars? future playmakers that can take us to another level. And with the Vikings, we know that we've got some cap issues. We have a lack of draft picks. So we have to have a damn good draft. Let's just call for what it is. I know it's year number two, but Quasi is on the hot seat. In terms of with the draft specifically, okay? I'm, I'm talking about just the draft. I'm not saying that quasi has got to win the Super Bowl this year. But he's got to get, get it figured out because last year – I don't think anybody's writing home saying, yeah, you 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 knocked it out the park, buddy. Quasi Adolfo Mensa, people looked at that draft, scratched their heads at some of the picks, and we didn't get great production from the draft this past year. We didn't, especially the first two picks that you had. And then Ed Ingram, who it looked like, you know, hey, maybe you got some value there, then he fell apart during the course of the season. So, you know, the safety, um, the secondary player, um, the lineman, we, we just got to add good players. But we also need to start thinking about the future at the quarterback position. Okay? The quarterback position currently, the job belongs to Kirk Cousins. Kirk O'Chains. And Kirk O'Chains was good last year. He's been good the last couple of years. He wasn't as good last year as he was the year before, but it doesn't matter. He was still good enough. But you got to start thinking about the future at the position. And one of the names, and I actually wanted to get to this on Monday, but of course I was out um, under the weather, and Stevie T held down the fort uh, for me on Monday, was Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson is not somebody that I'm going to sit here and say, I saw them play a million games at Florida. I saw them play at Florida, but it wasn't like I was breaking down every snap. People were talking about him in this six foot four, 
244-pound frame. And I say, yeah, that's good. The measurables, that's good. But what about, like, just, you know, arm strength and all that stuff, whatever? He would go out, he'd lead the field in the 40-yard dash, the vertical jump, the broad jump. He ran a 4-4-3, which is sick. He ran a 4-4-3. But, but can he really play the position? He wowed everybody. He impressed everybody. And he was a name that I had on the radar. And I said, well, maybe the Vikings could, could grab a guy like that at 23. Because let's be honest. Who is the guy that a lot of people are talking about right now Chris, that that was a late round draft pick. Oh, you mean uh, that everybody loves Brock Purdy? Nope. Tom Brady. Bro- Brock Purdy was uh, was the uh, Mister Irrelevant. He was the last pick in the yeah, draft. He, he, yeah, people were talking about him. I th- I thought I thought that's where you were going with this. No, that's too hard to envision. You can't you can't go through it. You can't look at the draft board and say, you know what? With the final pick in the draft, I must select <laughs> Brock Purdy. No, no. Who is the person right now that um? Think about just today in itself, in the NFL. Oh, uh, Patrick Mahomes? No. Late first-round pick, Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lamar okay, Jackson yeah. Lamar Jackson was a late first-round pick. I think the, the Patriots actually traded back into the first. Not not Patriots. Ravens, Ravens. traded back into the to the to the uh, first round to get Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I, I thought I thought when you said late, I thought you meant like late-round pick, not late first. So, yeah, that, that would no, make no, sense. No, yep. no, okay. Yep, yep. Well, you said Patrick Mahomes, though, too. So. <laughs> I'm just throwing everything Patrick, at the wall, hoping something Patrick sticks. Mahomes went 10. Patrick Mahomes went 10. He went way before Lamar Jackson. But I digress. But the, the, the problem with us dreaming and mm. fantasizing about Anthony Richardson, if he is legit or not, I'm not, I'm not 100% sold. It doesn't matter, though. They're saying now that Anthony Richardson is going top five, arguably. That's what happens when you have a really outstanding combine, and all of a sudden you look at it, you know all those teams that are potentially quarterback needy, because what Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, like those were the two names that you were hearing about, and Anthony Richardson on the fringe. I mean, if Anthony Richardson has vaulted himself into the top five. Then, uh, I mean, the Vikings' pipe dream of selecting a quarterback in the late first round uh, is going to be non-existent, and you're going to have to figure out another way because they don't have well, the, the they don't have the draft capital to move up this year, unless you want no. to give up multiple first, which I don't think they're not in a position to do that. Why? Why would you? Why would you give up multiple first when you got Kirk Cousins already? That makes no <laughs> sense. Anymore. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. I mean. That makes no sense. But 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 this is the thing about it. And any reaction is welcome at 651-461-9226. Are you with a lot of other people thinking about the state of the quarterback position with the Minnesota Vikings? I know that the Kirk Cousins fans will say, well, we got Kirk. We're good. But if you look at today's Minneapolis Star Tribune, even Ramball put it out there in the strip. Vikings versus Cousins. Teams should finally have leverage in contract talks. I got no issue with the way Kirk played this year, but I'm not somebody that's looking and saying, okay, that Kirk Cousins, you got to keep extending him. And that's the point that Ramball and others have made. I've heard other people talking about this too. You got to stop extending Kirk. 
Like at some point, you just got to say we're, we're we're walking away. We're yeah, walking yeah, away. Yeah, because every most of the time, Henry, what's the main reason that we keep hearing that they keep extending Kirk Cousins? Oh, well, we got to get under the cap. We got to create some cap room. You got to stop kicking the can down the road. Kirk Cousins has had some amazing seasons in ster- in terms of statistics for the Minnesota Vikings. But now I feel is the perfect time to formulate a plan for, uh, you know, for the future. Do you give him a one year extension? I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to that because I don't think they're in a position to draft a quarterback this year. So, you know what? You look at doing it next year and. But every year, every year that we keep kicking, adding a, adding a year to the contract, every, every year that we do that, do you know what ends up happening? Because you know what's going to happen, just like it happened just now in the last month or so? They're going to be quarterbacks that will come up and be open. Like somebody's going to get cut. A good quarterback. Yeah, so absolutely. It's not, like, it's, it's, it's not like the Minnesota Vikings, if they didn't give him an extension last year, and I, I get it, I understand it, I'm not dumb, I know about the money and all that stuff, whatever. Derek Hart's a pretty good signing for the New Orleans Saints. He is, but I I, I feel at the same time, you, you I, as much as I would love to see Kirk play out his contract this year, don't extend him. Just you know, if you got to be tight against the cap, you're tight against the cap. Eventually, you got to get that flexibility. But I think also when you want to get Justin Jefferson into the fold long term. I don't think you can tell him, hey, our plan at quarterback is we're going to let Kirk Cousins play out this year and then we're going to figure it out. To, to me, it's like if, if you extend Cousins one year, you're allowing yourself that flexibility to add an extra year to find that quarterback, to find that guy. And, yeah, the free agents will become uh, available. I, I'm not saying they won't, but I feel like you need to have at least a two-year plan because, Justin, what, was, what is the incentive for Justin Jefferson to sign if you don't have any idea how you're going to get him the football? I mean, if you're going to go from Kirk Cousins to Baker Mayfield, I don't think that's going to be very enticing for a guy like Justin Jefferson. I agree with you on all those points, except this is a new regime. They did not bring in Kirk Cousins. They were not the regime that already was looking for the replacement because we saw how that worked out. Kellerman was not it. So it's not as though the, the previous regime wasn't looking for the next guy after Kirk. They were. And if Mon was anything good, Kirk Cousins probably wouldn't even be the quarterback still for this team. Agreed. But, in reality. But, but, but I feel like there's also a little bit of a soft landing spot because of Kenneth, uh, Kevin O'Connell's relationship with Kirk Cousins. Absolutely. That goes back to Washington. I feel like that is that, that is also a factor at play because, I, I mean, you know Kirk Cousins wants the long-term deal. If I'm the Vikings, no way am I giving him a, a you know, three, four, five-year deal. No chance in the world. But if, if you know, if, if you want to give him a year, I don't have a, any problems with that. Because, yeah, th- this isn't th- – Kirk Cousins is not their guy. But I feel like the Kevin O'Connell-Kirk uh, Cousins relationship is better than anything that Kirk had with the previous regime. Even though Kirk technically was no not question. brought – Even though he wasn't technically brought in by them. Yeah, no question about it. I totally agree with that. I, I think that that's part of the reason why we saw more personality out of Kirk. And overall, I think the camaraderie that he had with his teammates, it all went over much more smoothly this year than in previous years. All right, 651-461-9226 if you'd like to weigh in on this City's One Plumbing talk and text line. But coming up next, the, uh, the story of the day 
in sports in Minnesota involves the Minnesota Wild. And yes, their decision to not wear and abandon the pride jerseys has been a talker. We address it and get to it next year on The Lake Show. Our favorite hockey team, the Minnesota Wild, they are in the midst of a lot of people paying attention to them for a reason that uh, you like to not think that they'd be in the limelight or under the microscope. I'm looking at a headline right here from Yahoo Sports. Wild players ditch themed warm-up jerseys on Pride Night. The Wild are the second team to drop the themed jerseys after the Rangers made a similar decision for their Pride Night earlier this season. That's at yahoosports.com. There's other articles out there. Michael Russo from The Athletic, um, he tweeted last night, Minnesota Wild players who were supposed to wear Pride jerseys tonight and did so last season are not wearing them in warm-ups. Told it was an organizational decision. The Wild have several other Pride initiatives they are doing. Okay, So when Russo actually tweeted that out and people were, a lot of people started paying attention to it. Okay? A lot of people started paying attention to it. And I guess this is where I'm at with it. And I'd love to get you guys' reaction as well. 651 461 9226. Because I know that Jason DeRush has talked about it. Every show has talked about it. Every show in our state should be talking about it. And I'm not saying that every show on every station in the state should be crushing the Minnesota Wild. I think that there are questions that people want answers to. And my question, and if you want to crush them, that's fine. Because um, I, I, I think that there should be some criticism of the Minnesota Wild when we're talking about the league having the hockey is for everyone initiative. So I guess my first question would be, if the plan was to, like last year, this year, wear pride jerseys during warm-ups and then you auction them off, what changed at the last minute or going into last night? What changed? How was it? How was it a good idea or great idea a week ago, a month ago, whatever? But then all of a sudden, you script the flip. I mean, flip the script. How does that? I don't understand. Like, so I why? Like, like I, I want to. I want to know why. Because I don't. I think there's a lot of people that are asking questions about well, well, how did they come to this decision? And nobody knows anything. The Wild released a statement, okay, but neglected to directly acknowledge uh, the Jersey incident. This is what they said. This is how it reads: The Minnesota Wild organization is proud to continue our support for the LGBTQIA com- uh, community by hosting our second annual Pride Night tonight which we are celebrating in many ways. It is important to host nights like this to show all players, fans, in the LGBTQIA community that hockey is for everyone. That does not, I mean, that that seems pretty hollow right there, that statement. To show everybody that they're welcome to show all players, fans, and the community that is for everybody. I'm not saying 
that the Minnesota Wild intentionally are trying to send a, a statement or make a stance towards um, the LBGTQIA community. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that those people in that community, they are looking at you today, and they're looking at you and they're saying, you don't care about us. And it doesn't look like the words that you put in a statement are authentic. I'm just telling you how it comes off. I'm not saying that it's that that the the wild um, have any particular stance outside of being inclusive. Okay, I've done stuff with the Minnesota Wild the last couple of years where they had me be part of uh, panels talking about diversity and inclusion, and, and and it's been awesome. Like I've had a lot of fun being a part of it. So when I saw this last night, they kind of caught me off guard. To be honest with you. You know, and even though kinda, it did catch me off guard. You did it last year. You won't do it this year. Wild defenseman, John Klingberg. This was him a year ago on Pride Night when he played at that time for Dallas. No, it's important. Just not for hockey. The whole community is it's very important. So. Uh, we don't see a lot of it in, in hockey, and for sure it's, it's a lot of them there. So uh, I think yeah, it's just important to show that they're not alone and uh, that hockey is for everyone, basically. All right, so 651-461-9226. Maybe I'm just way off here, off base, and, and I want to get your opinion on this too, Chris. But why is it that in 2023 do people think – that if a player puts on a jersey that they are representing, like, for instance, a pride jersey, that you are rubber stamping and endorsing a lifestyle or anything that maybe doesn't go in line with what or how you live. Do, do people actually think that? Do, do you actually think that just because somebody at their job for work puts on a jersey for work and then they take it off because it was during warm-ups and it's auctioned off for charity, okay, for a good cause, do, does anybody actually think that that is saying, yes, I endorse this specific lifestyle or or everything that encompasses this community when maybe you don't even know everything about the community I, and do I, do I actually look at any no I don't because you know what I don't know the 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 single every single minute detail of every single player on the wild nor do I know every single detail about a player on the Timberwolves like I actually don't care enough about them individually, and I care about them, but I'm talking about in terms of like, well, I wonder what their thoughts are on this in the United States of America, right? You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Like, like I just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that deep. I think I think that fans, when when they when they when they feel a certain way about an issue, or if those that want to promote homophobia feel a certain way, then they are going to be anti, 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 anti. 
when all they're doing is as an organization, and think of it as an organization thing, as an individual thing, okay? Not as an individual thing, but as an organizational thing. They're just being mm-hmm. supportive. That's all they're doing. They're being supportive. Yeah, you're to me. This is supporting a portion of your fan base, and to to me, it's the optics of it at this point, Henry. That if you're going to put this out there and you're saying, "Hey, this is what we're going to do as part of our Pride Night," you know, we're going to wear these, you know, warm up jerseys, and we're going to, you know, auction Explain. them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if you're not if something changed. Because the optics are bad, and until we hear something, people yep. are going to assume that there's some sort of, 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 you know, something negative with, you know, is it pressure from outside sources? Maybe, you know, the, you know, the, the, you know, Jason was talking about, you know, maybe there's something with the, you know, Russian government. You know, you're, you know, you're forcing, you know, players back home with their families, their safeties, because it's against the law to, you know, promote anything or, you know, d- display anything about, you know, same-sex marriage. To me, w- when I see this, it's like, okay, well, if you're not going to do, if you're going to, if, if you're going to back out of this at the last minute after you've made this known to everybody, you're going to back out at the last minute. Then why? What's going to keep you from doing this from military night? From other, it's like if you're not going to follow through with this for. I mean, you just, you one, just had Black History. You just had Black History Month jerseys a, a month ago. Yes. Yeah, so, so I, I mean, what is the yeah? What changed between the time that you announced this and last night? And but, this seems so last minute too, though, right? I mean, there, there was like no yeah, but, no word with this, no warning. This this is the issue though that I have. And if anybody wants to weigh in and react, six five one four six one nine two two six. This is the thing I don't understand at this particular point. Right, it happened last night, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any follow up. How are we a day? How are we a day removed from the the situation, and we still haven't explained our stance or or like? I, I get that you put out a statement. That statement's not telling anything to anyone. Yeah, it's really I th- not. yeah. I th- I think you you want the context of it. Like we can read that and we can read it and interpret it any way that we want. But until somebody explains it and and there's a Q and A, there's going to be questions. And and we do have uh, one text here, Henry, on the city's one plumbing talking text line. Uh, someone here perfectly fine with the wild not wearing these jerseys. Stop forcing players to do things that should be their choice. While I'm a social liberal, I'm so tired of the constant discussion of people's bedroom habits. It's no one's business. Well, there's a couple things there. There's a couple things there. I am not saying that they had to be forced into wearing the jerseys. Okay? My question, number one, and if Texture can text back, feel free. Or he can even call in, too. He or her can call in at 651-461-9226. What changed? That was my first question. Okay, that that maybe the texter can can answer or call in about number one. Number two, answer the question that I had about an individual versus an organization in terms of their thought process about putting on a jersey and what does the jersey mean to the some some of these athletes put on jerseys they don't give a damn about the jersey for whatever the specific night is. Yeah, Do you think that I think that every NHL player puts on a black um uh, um an African-American uh, Black History Month jersey, and they're all... No, of course not. No, it, it's... Stop it. Yeah, it, it, to me, this is something that the organization... You're, you're, you're representing the organization. You're not necessarily, you know, representing yourself personally. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. this is this is it, about this is about the organization, your employer. This is not anything about you, and you're you're wearing it for it, 
just warm-ups, yeah. and then you're taking it off. It, and then it's in the last parts of the texture, all I'm saying is give the people clarity. When the Michael Russo's of the world don't know why you switched up, that's an issue. It is a PR nightmare for the team right now across the country. It's not a me. It's not me like hammering on the on the wild. I'm not even hammering on the wild. I'm just saying people want to know what happened. People want to know what changed. And, I'm, not and, to yeah. shove, I'm not trying to shove anything down anybody's throat. And, Trust yeah, me, I'm not. Maybe maybe there is a perfectly logical reason for it. Yeah, you know, the the to me the optics are bad by the organization. I'm disappointed in how it was handled, but maybe you can give us some context. Just kind yes. of tell us what you can, so we can kind of wrap our head around this. Because from our perspective, the outside looking in, Henry, this just is such a horrible look for the team. But if there's a reason for it, let us know, please. Let us know if you can. Yeah. All right, 651-461-9226 if you'd like to weigh in on that particular um, topic. I'd love to get your reaction or other texts on the Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line. But also, uh, a little bit more of an update um, <laughs> with regards to something I wanted to get into on Monday. Uh, clearly, I was out. Stevie T held it down for me. Uh, John Morant, um, probably the, the most ridiculous NBA basketball player in this moment because um, he's not – He's not utilizing many brain cells right now. I'll explain coming up next year on the Lake Show. All right, the latest in the John Morant saga, the Memphis Grizzlies point guard is not going to face criminal charges stemming from his IG Live video in which he appeared to display a handgun at a nightclub. That, according to the Glendale, Colorado Police Department, they announced that earlier this afternoon. Um. And then after that, the Grizzlies say, say that Morant's going to be away from the team for at least four more games. Uh, in their news release um, earlier, the Glendale police say that they conducted an investigation after the video came out, determined that the incident took place at Christopher Tubbs' favorite Glendale strip club called Shotgun Willie's. Shotgun Willies. Well, maybe, maybe he John thought... Moran and Chris Tubb to the main stage. John <laughs> Moran and Chris Tubb to well, the main stage. In, in his defense, I, I mean, maybe it was bring your own shotgun night. I mean, we don't know. But hold on, hold on. That's a, that's another layer to the story. He had a gun inside of Shotgun Willies? <laughs> okay. The, the, but, it's, but, the, the irony but that, is dripping. But, but that there was not enough available evidence to charge anyone with a, with a crime. Um, now, this is the the uh, the statement here. It says GPD was not able to determine that probable cause existed for the filing of any charges. Um, in this case, it should be noted that on the night in question, the GPD did not receive any calls for service at the nightclub regarding a weapon of any type. Now, this is my first time being on air to say something about John Moran. Um, first off, I hope that John Morant um, gets the help that he needs, that he changes um, his behavior for the better, that he gets people out of his life that are toxic and, and, and help him with making terrible choices. Because think about this. This happened on Saturday. What had happened days before 
there was speculation and stories coming out that he beat up a 17-year-old kid at his house this year, uh, this past summer, rather, um, playing basketball, and he went in his house, he gra- he grabbed a gun, put it in his waistband, and was basically, like, threatening. That was one. The other one, allegedly, he showed up at a mall, a Memphis mall, with nine people threatening security. Like, who does Ja Morant think he is? Suge Knight? Like, dude, you're a basketball player. And and I'm going to say this one last time. And maybe, you know, this does not apply to the majority of people out there listening because the majority of people out there listening are not younger African-American males. But I know that there's a few out there listening. I know that. Be yourself. John Morant, you're a basketball player, man. You're not a rapper. Stop acting like you're the next Tupac Oh, you want to be, you play basketball, man. And I'm not saying stick to sports, but, but all of this negativity, leave that alone. And the other thing, and, we, and I'll expand on this a little bit later because I know we're running short on time here at the top of the hour. But Morant said when he put out his statement over the weekend, one of the things that he touched on, he says that he hopes to work on learning better methods of dealing with stress and my overall well-being. With all due respect, what the hell does he mean by dealing with stress and my over, overall well-being when you had a gun? What, what, what part of the stress and trying to chill out involves a strip club and a gun? I, I, I'm getting tired of people trying to utilize mental health and stress when they make poor decisions. It's not okay. It, it's, it's not, don't do that. Because all you're doing is dumping on people that have real problems in the world, real issues with stress and mental health. I just, I hate that he went there because he should not have. All right, coming up next, you know what we got going on. We got the Minnesota Boys Hockey State Tournament. We got Minnesota Wild Hockey. Jesse Pierce, Bar Down Beauty's podcast. She joins us next year on The Lake Show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 